My dick has its own sleeve right now. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scottcast. I am joined here today on a nice, beautiful fall day, the start of the autumnal audio equinox, I like to call it. <laughs> With a fan favorite, Ian Dixon. I'm Scott Krause. I'm fan favorite, Ian Dixon. We're almost getting used to that. (laughs) So how are you doing on this uh, autumn, this autumnal audio equinox eve? Uh, Doing pretty good. It's the best time of the year. Feeling good. That crisp in the air and got my beer here. What could be better? That's true. Beer and a crisp and a crispy beer. Is that a crispy beer? Let's do a beer review. Let's do a beer review. What you got going? I've got a uh, fifth stop hazy pale ale from Ascension Brewing in uh, Novi. A Novi brewery. Yeah. Brewery. Brewery. <laughs> it's hard to say brewery. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a bit of a crisp to it. Yeah. I mean, you would expect that from a pale ale. It's um, It's fine. <laughs> it's nothing nothing spectacular. Sorry. That sounds like Novi. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's got that that hoppy bitterness. It's a little bit fruity, like a, a citrusy notes to it, but uh I've had better, I've had worse. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a solid two point five out of five. <laughs> that is the most in the middle you've ever described something. That's like uh, a quotidian beer right there. That's what they should call it. Mm-hmm. And if if they called it the quotidian IPA, do you think you'd like it more just because it was? Wait, that's a you're you're just owning up to it. I mean, sometimes that's what you want, you know. Yeah, you don't want anything too complex. Just something to sip on, easy. Don't have to think about it. It reminds me of Bell's Lager of the Lakes, which is what <laughs> I have right now. Bell's Lager of the Lakes is a Bohemian Pilsner. And this is what it says on the can. This golden lager sparks thoughts of sandy beaches and freshwater islands. I guess they're uh, talking about up north and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know if it tastes like up north, but I actually, I take that back completely. It does taste like up north. Mm -hmm. It's it's nice and clean and crisp, Mm -hmm. like a fall day or a beach up north. You were up north recently. I was. Did you enjoy yourself? It was a good time, yeah. Yeah, I went up to Traverse City to do some wine tasting with my parents. It's the first time I got drunk with my parents. <laughs> Ever? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I've like <laughs> drank in their presence, but never like getting tipsy, you know. Were there revelations? Nah, really. I okay. Mean, no one a- cried in anybody's armpits? <laughs> no. <laughs> We had a lovely dinner with uh, wine pairings, and it was uh, good times. Wine pairings, cheese, perhaps, perhaps, or there crackers? Was, yeah. One, one piece of, of fruit. Yeah. One of the dishes had, like, a, a goat cheese with some fruit, and then there was, like, a curry soup and a steak. I can't remember what the dessert was. Some kind of mousse. It was pretty good. Bronwyn had, she was the only vegan there. 
So they had like this kind of team of chefs preparing all the, the dishes and the, the wines. And she had, there was like the one plate off to the side that you could tell was hers. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> you know, if they're slipping something extra there, you yeah. can keep a watch on it. It was nice of them to accommodate. Yeah. Yeah. So that sounds lovely. Mm-hmm. You know, like how is it that like, uh, like uh, like all these like fancy meals like they definitely follow like a universal pattern. You got to have like the wine with the cheese and mm-hmm. the crackers and the small bits of fruit because it's like small and sweet and a variety. It's fancy. <laughs> I love it and I do feel fancy. I'm not against it. Mm-hmm. I just I just wonder it's wonder why it's like a universal human drive. Like you can't get humans to agree on anything, but this everyone says it's fancy. That's true. Yeah, everything else is a matter of taste. We should do a uh, like a little tasting thing, but we'll just have like mediocre beers and like <laughs> American style food, like fucking fries. Yeah, hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> you could die Hot of dogs. a heart attack at the end of the day. <laughs> God. The, you got to bring a the, date like too. spray cheese. The <laughs> spray cheese. <laughs> It's like not even real cheese. It's like it's some chemical. Yeah, let's do that. Let's uh, let's get a list going on the scottcast.com. We'll sign up. It'll be like the first scottcast meetup. Yeah. And it'll be fancy because it'll be small plates. Yeah, we'll do everything in small amounts. <laughs> like you'll have to drink beer out of like a very tiny mug. <laughs> and you keep getting more. But it's a variety. Mm-hmm. A variety of Novi. We'll get the whole Novi brewery. <laughs> get every everything in a keg or something or a small. I like it. We can make we can make a lot of money, you know, if we charge admission. Yeah. So if you're listening, Scott Castigators, don't get cheap on me, Dodson. <laughs> Come by, it's fancy. That's right. Yeah. Do you think the audience will respond in like such numbers that like people are going to look at us and like think, oh, these, this is the latest breakout here, Scott Cast headquarters, <laughs> their little shindig. <laughs> There were people streaming in and out all night long like it was the Great Gatsby. <laughs> Just drunk on beer and chicken wings. <laughs> but like inexplicably all wearing like tuxedos and three-piece suits. I saw on Amazon like a $75 three-piece suit. Really? Yeah. Looking in the reviews, people seem to be happy with it, you know? And mm-hmm. like people said we're like, oh, 5'10", like 140, 150 pounds. That's mm-hmm. about my range. This fits very well. Hmm. I'm like, okay, maybe I should get myself a $75 suit. Like it's purple or orange or something maybe. like that. Yeah. You know, like Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Take care of it. Because, come on, it's not going to last long. It's $75. It's made out of paper. Right. <laughs> but it looks sharp. For, yeah, one or two wears. And yeah. Yeah. Get your money's worth. Or I can buy one of those. Then, like, spray paint ScottCast on the back of it, mm-hmm. sell it in the ScottCast store. For $100. Yeah. More than that, probably. That's a very, <laughs> that's a very fair markup. I'd be like, oh, this is, no, this is, like, Gucci. Like, if Gucci made this, Gucci would feel proud making this. <laughs> <laughs> then I'd put it on the ScottCast store, and, of course. Don't get cheap on me, Dodson. Come on, Scott Castigators. <laughs> Roll in. <laughs> you can tell I've got a new uh, new soundboard. And I got a new money-making scheme since time travel 
and trying to charge lucky strikes isn't working out as fast as I hoped. Okay. Because the thing with that, I did that last episode mm-hmm. where we stopped the podcast for, I think, a Chesterfield's ad, no, a Winston's. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lucky Strike, we're going to charge some tobacco companies, some old-timey tobacco companies, by using a time machine. Mm-hmm. And I thought, if I promised myself that I would work at that, that I would give myself the benefit of working on that by paying myself the day after that episode aired in my PayPal. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, the money didn't come. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think the time travel mechanism is going to work. So I had to mm-hmm. come up with a new idea. Told you about this over the weekend, I think. But check it out. Amazon affiliate links. We can sell anything. It's the everything store. Yeah. And of course, we're... And Jim, Jeff Bezos, he doesn't even work for them anymore. So we're not giving him money. And like, we can review products mm-hmm. that we find online. Tell, tell the Scott Castigators about it. And if they use that link, we get rich. Nice. Yeah. And so that's that's uh, that's the next revenue stream. <laughs> Okay. That I'm going to try out. You know, I've got a few things. We'll talk to the Scott Cascaders about those things a little bit later when mm-hmm. we hit our ad break. Nice. But uh, for now, we got to talk about uh, White Claw Gabe. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been thinking a lot about White Claw Gabe lately. I definitely believe that. <laughs> <laughs> you always send me like the, the clips and I get them while I'm at work. And I'm like, I cannot watch this right now. <laughs> You need to get some headphones, man. I don't know. (laughs) Because they need to be seen. I was thinking about them. And I was thinking about how, like, yeah, I feel like we'd be friends. Mm -hmm. Me and White Claw Gabe, we're together, like, forever. I'm going to follow him forever, you know? And we're recording this. You know know when we're recording this? Is it his birthday or some shit? It's Friday, baby! Fuck (laughs) it! Fuck it! It is Friday. That's baby. right. It's Friday, baby. I've been thinking about him a lot. And like okay, so I guess what the point of all this is uh John Mulaney mm-hmm. is now like marrying Olivia Munn all of a sudden, like right after this crazy divorce. And he's like impregnated her and everything, and he's been to rehab. And uh, there's a million articles online that are analyzing his fans' reaction to this. Mm-hmm. Apparently they're like adulating praise at him, like the sun just shines right out of his ass. Intense about getting like into his personal life and mm-hmm. like that, and they're calling it parasocial relationships. Mm-hmm. Do you do you know what a parasocial relationship is? It's like when you're really invested in someone that you don't actually know, like White Claw right? Gabe. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I think I'm susceptible to parasocial relationships, mm-hmm. like especially when the personality is like as strong as like this guy. I think that's like a sign of the times for sure. Like it's hard to not kind of grow a connection to, you know, uh, influencers or content creators. I'm sure that all the Scott Castigators are like. Right. I didn't even think about that, yeah. but there are people like probably. Like, oh, I hope Ian almost there. died this week. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> that's your parasocial relationship. That sucks. <laughs> They need some Ian with Ian. And then we got other fucking parasocial relationships, like adulating praise at us. We got some parasocial relationships with David's taint specifically, you know? Yeah. You know, we got parasocial relationships going both ways. 
And I didn't even think that it was going both ways. I was just going to analyze my like love for White Claw Gabe, which I don't even know where it would start. I was about to get on the couch and you were going to tell me. I mean, we could still do that. <laughs> but no, I mean, that's pretty fucking, that makes it even more interesting. Write into ScottCast if, you're, if you have a parasocial relationship yeah. with me. Let's make it real. <laughs> Go to thescottcast.com. Hit up that email bag. So, yeah. But no, yeah, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure uh, at some point I'm going to need to like pause White Claw Game or mm-hmm. something like that. Because I'm getting a little jealous because like uh, he's got this other guy now that sometimes he talks to on his Instagram. Like he's all of a sudden like involving him in skits and shit. Hmm. It's like, who's this fuck? <laughs> you know, it's like, like uh, take a look at this. Ashton, huh? Yeah, look, who is this guy? <laughs> like, he's not related to him at all, it doesn't look like. Like, I checked out his profile. Like, he's, like, not a... He's not an influencer himself. Mm-hmm. He's just this guy that's all of a sudden, like, in his videos, like, all the time. Like, a little... Like, a little shitty sidekick. I wanted to be the little shitty sidekick. <laughs> hey, Ashton, you know why you're a dumb fuck? Because you drink fucking Starbucks, you motherfucker. Fuck, babe, fuck! What do you think? Should I like get all the Scott Castigators who want a parasocial relationship with me to flood this guy's account, Ryan Ashton42 on Instagram? Tell him to back off. Mm. I don't know. He he might like that. It seems like oh. all the white claw gabe clips that he's in, he's just being berated. Maybe that's his thing. He's inserting himself into your parasocial relationship with White Claw Gabe in order to uh, fulfill some uh, masochistic fantasies. It has the chilling effect of going directly from him, like, talking directly into the phone, and then, like, the camera pans out, and it's this person that's been being talked to this whole time. (laughs) Yeah. This is why I love White Claw Gabe. The man's an auteur. I wanted that role. <laughs> I think he's. I think he's like the epitome of modernity. Mm-hmm. He is what all art has aspired to become and became. And all art from this point forward will be merely an echo of White Claw Cape. You think so? Probably. <laughs> I mean, come on. The guy. The guy's a national treasure. He's got a million followers on TikTok. I guess I could see that in like a absurdist deconstructionist kind of way. He's like he's building something out of the deconstruction. Yeah. He's rising from the fucking rabble rebel of the postmodernism. He's creating gay modernism. <laughs> he's my leader. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like listen to how much joy this man experiences and ask yourself if you've felt this much joy. And then ask yourself if you haven't felt the amount of joy you're about to hear, don't you want to? And who better to ask than the man who feels this joy so vividly? Take a listen to this. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> that was White Claw Gabe reacting to Kanye West dropping his album. 
But I mean, have you ever felt that happy at all? I haven't. I'll admit it. It's hard to say. You sounded pretty happy. Like, yeah. I don't what think would I ever that? like, like when you got married, <laughs> did you make that noise at all? I didn't, I've never made that noise. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever make that noise in your soul? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Did your soul ever murmur the sweet dulcet tones of this? <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> He's our leader. I think I found something that even makes me put aside my ego mm-hmm. and subsume some, some uh, subservient role. I could be a lieutenant in the White Claw Game Ministry. <laughs> We even have like the same like taste in music. Like, I mean, check this out. So like we can like rock out. <laughs> we can enjoy it. We can enjoy a tune. Mm-hmm. And like I would be making this sound. <laughs> <laughs> If you uh, felt the same way about White Claw Gabe, write into ScottCast and uh, let us know. Let us know your contact details and we'll get you into the ministry. We'll get you on the, the prayer list. And um, yeah. And it, like, honestly, his speech is starting to like inflect into my own. Mm-hmm. I was at the ghost light the other night during open mic night. And this guy, he, he like nailed the song. He did fucking fantastic. You know, and we were all applauding and stuff. And, and I was like, fuck, baby, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it just came out. <clears throat> and everyone around me just like fucking busted out laughing because that was just <laughs> not appropriate. <laughs> but it was fully enthused. And like, that's what he gives you. He gives you that charisma mm-hmm. on command. Yeah. So like maybe next time I send you a White Claw Gabe during therapy, mm-hmm. you show it to the kid. <laughs> That's who it's for. And I'll uh, keep that consideration in mind. Do you have any parasocial relationships? Probably. I mean, what's your like strongest? I mean, could, was it Lloyd Kaufman or is that too much hero worship? I mean, I would say that that's like an example, a good example. Okay. You feel him as your uncle Lloyd. Yeah. That's why as family, you think it's okay to not subscribe to Troma now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've purchased a number of Troma films for my library so it's not like i don't give uncle lloyd money <laughs> uncle just, lloyd wants more money just not every month yeah that's fair that's fair everything's a subscription service i know like the only way you can do business is if you take a percent of income from every acquired customer on a regular basis mm-hmm. otherwise it's churn and burn yeah you gotta find another ten thousand people to to buy 100 of your things mm-hmm what the fuck is going on? I don't know, Bendy. We need to get Bendy back on. It's been a while. Yeah. We need to tell him some of our B plans or zombies plans. Yeah, we haven't uh, fallen a little off on the on the pre-production schedule. Yeah, yeah we have. We thought we were going to be <clears throat> done filming. By... <laughs> <laughs> we haven't written it yet. Or <laughs> we've, we've got a very good statue made, Yeah, I would say. We've got some props uh, started, and uh, we have a pretty good outline, I would say, of a script. Pretty good. Oh, yeah, we do have a full outline. I just need to flesh it out a little bit more, you know, get the 
get the get the words down. Mm-hmm. I feel like there was more B news recently. There's B news. B news. So these bees are a menace. They need to be stopped. Wait, you got some bees that are a menace? Yeah. Uh, Swarms of bees killed at least 63 endangered penguins in South Uh, Africa on a beach outside of Cape Town. That's that's some vicious bee news. Like, like, it's honeybees, right? Yeah. Like, randomly out of nowhere, inexplicably, as it were. A veterinarian for the South African Foundation for the Conservation of Coastal Birds said the group found bee stings around the penguins' eyes after conducting tests of the affected population. So they were, uh, they were like viciously attacking these penguins. I don't know what their beef was, but these, these bees are mad. I guess probably because their environment's being destroyed. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that. <laughs> Gotta adapt or die. And yeah. I guess they're, they're going for flesh now. Yeah, maybe they're going for... That's the thing, though, is, like, why are they attacking penguins? Mm-hmm. Like, were the penguins the ones destroying their habitat? Like, going all, quack, quack. <laughs> Fuck you, me. I don't know. I guess they're, like, relatively easy targets in that they don't have a lot of range of motion. Mm-hmm. As long as you stay away from the beak, you're probably safe from a penguin. I mean, I don't know. I don't really know about penguins, but... That's the thing. I mean, these were, like, sizable penguins. Yeah. 63 of them. Imagine getting that. I was reading the article, like what they're most concerned about now is like, like, like the entire colony scattered. Mm. I wonder why. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, like, uh, they're concerned that like they left like children behind and stuff like that Mm -hmm. or whatever. And like, they're going to have, because these are endangered, like the humans are going to have to swoop in Mm -hmm. and like take these orphans (laughs) in and raise them, hand raise them themselves. And stuff like that. And uh, like, I guess they're going to try to do it in a way that they could return them to the wild or something. Sounds, I don't know. Uh, unlikely. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like they're trying to make these like penguins into like Batman of the B world. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we might have to throw away our plot outline for zombies and make penguins like them, like the <laughs> avenging aggressor, <laughs> like fighting the zombies. Mm hmm. And it's David's dick that gets caught between the two raging <laughs> <laughs> monsters as he yeah. falls from the sky, full taint. So yeah, uh, there's always things happening with bees, and it seems to be more and more dire news. So again, the perfect, bees are striking back at this point. It's a perfect time for zombies. Yeah, just gotta write that script <laughs> and make those props and. <laughs> Film those scenes <laughs> and edit that down. So if you want to help us with that production, yeah. uh, you can go to our Amazon affiliate links. Oh, or, that's right. Uh, buy some shit in the ScottCast store. Buy some uh, shit in the ScottCast store, thescottcast.com. That's where you can check out the things you can buy. Also, we could find a bunch of affiliate links. You can find them in the description of the podcast. And uh, the first thing I would like to introduce the Scott cast audience and here's before i even tell you about this product let me tell you about how amazon pays people mm-hmm. uh, you click the link and if you buy something on that session the people who put that link out get the money for referring mm-hmm. 
So basically, I'm referring you to a shopping at Amazon session, not necessarily a product. Mm -hmm. If you're going to go and buy a lawnmower, say, mm -hmm. on Amazon, have it shipped to you two days, yeah. go ahead and click the link of the product I'm about to tell you about. <laughs> Enjoy it. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Get your ass over to your lawnmower. Yeah, from there, go to your yeah. lawnmower. Yeah. yeah, just go to the search bar, type it in, and, and add to cart, buy. We'll get the commission, I think, for the lawnmower. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what better way to support ScottCast than with shopping you're already going to do, getting products that you already need, and enjoying products that you absolutely don't need on your way. <laughs> like, oh, yes, the purchase I'm about to make is way better than this particular purchase. Mm-hmm. But also, if you want to make this particular purchase, I mean, go for it yeah. and write in. That's an easy, <laughs> that's an easy Scottcast segment for us. So this first one I found when I was uh, Kyle. God damn it, <laughs> tossing shit around. <laughs> I was looking at uh, men's apparel on Amazon because mm -hmm. uh, apparently you can buy stuff. You can buy like just clothes and stuff from yeah. Amazon, and that was cool. I was just looking up like top things and then like I changed the sort to like cheapest or something. Mm -hmm. And I found this like absolutely bizarre underwear. It's called men's ice silk elephant nose underwear. What do you think that means? Well, I imagine that the elephant trunk is where your dick goes. <laughs> yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it means. <laughs> Take a look. Yep. It's like a tight Oh, I thought fit. it had like a an actual picture of an elephant on it. It's just got like a little dick pouch. Yeah, it's like, yeah, the elephant is just to describe it for you. And I guess it did very well. Okay. Because you got it immediately. So I'm curious about a particular detail in that like most underwear that I've worn or purchased has like a flap, right? Because you got to pee. You don't want to like have to drop trial every time you got to take a leak. Yeah. Do you go through the fence or over the gate? Right. No, through the so gate or over the fence. If you're like in a pouch, does it have like a an escape hatch or something? It doesn't. It's like a very tight fit around the penis. I mean, look at that. Like I imagine it would like come like inside out, like when you're trying to whip it out. It seems like it would make it's urinating the, really yeah. more complicated than it needs to be. And then also like re- positioning after you've peed <laughs> you gotta like tuck it into that fucking sleeve <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's awkward it's too much management <laughs> like i don't want to manage like like if you manage your cock out in public too much it's a crime <laughs> people don't understand like there's that time pressure for men <laughs> in the public restroom if you take too long that's a crime. That's just public. That's a public nuisance. Public yeah. fondling of yourself. Mm -hmm. That's the first product we're <laughs> sponsoring. Because <laughs> I just want everyone to see this thing and think about it. You know, it costs three dollars and eleven cents. Mm -hmm. I mean, it could just be like a wear it once, once and and forget about it kind of like a novelty experience. Yeah. Like for people, <laughs> like, I don't know, you wear it to work or something and you just think to yourself, I'm wearing, I'm wearing my, my dick has its own sleeve right now. <laughs> you just enjoy that thought. <laughs> Cause I can't imagine like going on a date <laughs> and like thinking like, oh, this is going, this is what's going to, she's going to love this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is like, this is hot as hell. <laughs> 
I was a girl, I would want it in its own sleeve. <laughs> that all bunched up. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Hit that link in the description. Men's ice silk elephant nose underwear. It's quick dry for some reason. Underpants shorts. And it's like a boxer brief, too. It's a, it's yeah. actually a fine cut, really. Except for... It looks, yeah, comfortable aside from the, the sleeve. Right. Let's see. Okay, let's look at some reviews. <laughs> let's, oh, there's zero reviews, but seven ratings. No hmm. <laughs> one decided to rate for it. It got a 3.1 out of 5. Okay. Oh, God, I want to know what the people who were disappointed thought. <laughs> <laughs> like, what were you... <laughs> Why did you get it? (laughs) (laughs) What what need did it meet? (laughs) My cock doesn't fit in it. (laughs) It's a generic brand. No one's taking responsibility for this product. (laughs) No, I think it's an Amazon basic. (laughs) I've got some other products if you're interested. I would love to hear about them. Okay, like that one. That was the craziest. That was the silliest. I think this one, I would like to see someone get it just generally. Mm-hmm. You know, there's only one left. Uh, it's $70. Okay. Jurassic World, Dr. Alan Grant and Compi action figure. Nice. Right? Look at that. It's gorgeous. Is that a, uh, a reproduction or? Because I used to have the Alan Grant action figure. I don't think it had a. I don't remember if I had a dinosaur with it. It looks like that's like attached to it, though. That's like a... They are very liberal with toy production Mm -hmm. in Jurassic, the Jurassic Park universe. I imagine so. Like, every time they release a movie, they release everything. Like, there's like seven Nedries. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, see, this one, the packaging says Jurassic World. So yours was probably even more I had the OG Jurassic Park. Yeah, I had some myself, some OG Jurassic Park, too. I had an Ian Malcolm. I think this one has uh, articulating knees and elbows. That's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a very large copy. And a, I think it's a flare gun. Okay. Yeah, it's a flare gun. Okay. Because Dr. Alan Grant doesn't like wheeled gats. $70. That's right. steep that's for a, an action figure. Yeah. And I'm, I'm kind of disappointed that it's Jurassic World and not like a classic jurassic park mm-hmm. i think they i mean if they have ebay links like this yeah that can get us some money just i don't know <laughs> appointing people to ebay maybe maybe we should start uh an antique road show kind of segment mm. ian's antique road show i could probably make that happen too it's like Got just that. the freakiest thing you find on ebay okay or or some cult shit too you yeah. know yeah yeah i've got an old uh ian's cult road show Toxic Crusaders. Uh, it's not an action figure. It's like a play set, like a vehicle for the action figures of that series. Toxic Crusaders? Yeah, it's like the kids' cartoon that was spun off from Toxic Avenger, which is like super not appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> that is strange. Like, like, they were hurting for cartoon ideas. All the I think, tits the and head crushing, and then they're like, children's cartoon, do it. Like, do they, does the cartoon like exist like completely independent of the film or is it like continuity? The film is canon, like um, their origin story. I mean, the, the story is kind of a, a fluffed a little, but it's same basic thing. They redo like, it. Like it's the like first a nerd episode's and a little different. 
dumped in sludge and becomes Toxie, and he's got like a band of other mutants that it's it's like a a weird uh, Captain Planet almost. Like they fight okay. uh, polluters. Yeah. <laughs> you know, polluters. <laughs> <laughs> so sick of these polluters. <laughs> so he doesn't like do as much head crushing in the cartoon, but he like uh, still whacks people around with his mop and stuff. Yeah. All yeah. right. So so it's like literally He's Captain still got Planet. the blind girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> that's fair. You got to keep that little joke in. That's That's a rated G joke. I bet they were opposite each other, Captain Planet and Toxie. I hope so. Like at the same time, like some network was like, we need to compete in this slot. What do they have? Captain Planet. What is he? Oh, he's like a handsome blue man that gets summoned by these like nice kids to fight evil corporate polluters. Well, we need to fight polluters. (laughs) (laughs) Who else does that? (laughs) I just saw this movie. (laughs) fucking legend was made yeah yeah so yeah i found i found that toy at uh like a fucking salvation army one time got it for like a dollar it's in the box fuck let's look it up let's look up the value right now yeah i think i toxic crusader action figure yeah because that sounds like that toy would have been in production for like what a year two not super long yeah yeah, the Toxies are going for, like, big bucks. I've got, ooh. $150, 91 Playmates. I've got the Toxic Turf Surfer, which someone has listed on eBay for $400. Son of a shitlord. I don't think it's going to sell for that. I mean. Although, they are. Uh, there's the new Toxic Avenger, like, reboot coming out soon. In production. Cheap on me, Ooh, so no, that's so, just gonna get up. Yeah, the market's up up. Uh, market's hot for this stuff, I guess. Oh right, it's got Peter Dinklage and shit, right? Yeah, like it's like Shakespearean Toxic Avenger. I don't believe it's worth four hundred dollars, but we'll say that's the value of it. Well, we'll check next week to see. We'll put that up <laughs> as a link. <laughs> see if that gets gone. If it does, I don't know. You got to list it for five. Yeah. Would you Would you get rid of it for five? For 500 yeah. Yeah, just today, <laughs> like yeah. gone. Not even a tear. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's like a display piece, but I spent like maybe $2 on it. Like That's it was, a good, I mean, 498 bucks, man. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I don't know. But at the same time, like, like the speculator in me would be like, you fucking hold on to that. <laughs> you, you, you give that to your kids, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gonna be worth millions we got something so that was uh the second item on amazon anything left for our uh affiliate links oh let's see oh i got something like if you're at a loss of what to buy Mm -hmm. and you're rich or you just need a home my favorite thing that you can get on amazon (laughs) you could buy a building this is this is something it's not it's not too bad okay uh it's a $8,967.84 $8,967.84 shed. Mm-hmm. But uh, it looks nice. It's 12 by 8. It's cedar. And it, that that's the sale price. You can get it by October 13th. Okay. It comes in pieces. Mm-hmm. You'll have to assemble it. 
You can get other things too. You can get actual houses, but you, I think you have to assemble those too. <laughs> like you get like, like tiny houses and you can get like a, like mobile homes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And like building plans. They have all sorts of kits to buying buildings hmm. on Amazon. I think Sears used to do that. Yeah. They had like whole kits for whole buildings like yeah. houses, like a town home. Here's a town home. Sears town home. Yeah. That makes me want, I, w- I would like to do that. I would like a kit to build a house. I don't want to architect a house, mm-hmm. but I'd like a kit and put it together, you know? Yeah. Comes with easily attachable joints. <laughs> you know, it's pre-painted. Mm-hmm. Takes a day at most. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sturdy home. Yeah. So if you if you buy that, I mean, we get like 10% of like 8,000 bucks. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. You know? If you need a shed. Buy a shed. Go buy a house. They also have like jewelry. Mm-hmm. So if you want like a gold diamond ring for like twenty five thousand dollars, yeah, fucking click our link first, <laughs> jerk. <laughs> Don't get cheap on me, Dodson. So that's our that's our Amazon affiliate shtick. That's mm-hmm. half the pod. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's here's a big thing we need to talk about. Like a hundred episodes ago or some shit, maybe fifty. But uh, I surprised you with the. Poker table full of Jerry Maguire VHS tapes. Yes. And uh, this was a big deal because one of our favorite internet people, what would you call him? A troop? I always keep, I keep calling him a troop when I have to I describe him. I think that's a, a fair description. They're a troop. Ugh. Can you imagine <laughs> having like a favorite troop? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, they're, everything is terrible and they're collecting as many Jerry Maguires as possible to build a pyramid out of them in the desert where they can all live yes so the idea is they're going to collect all of them eventually and ian and we and i got these for ian so that we can present to them a nice massive gift and this happened like what three years ago two years ago (laughs) it's been some time yeah yeah Yeah, i think it was before pandemic time so it's at least two years at least two years because like i think i think i got them like shortly after they just came around the last mm-hmm. so in the meantime i've gotten close to them i've had them all over my house there i mean honestly if i had to gather them all up i i'm sure i wouldn't find all of them <laughs> <laughs> for a long time i'll like be moving out of here and under the bed is like oh there's two cherries <laughs> <laughs> so i'm like close to these guys i mean they're pristine like little artifacts they're like yeah. my toxi they're know? all yes brand new sealed and these guys aren't paying i should say it's just they're just taking them as donations. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if I want to give them up, but I had a thought. Mm-hmm. We give them up at an accelerating rate, exponential. Like this time they come around, and we're going to present to them two beautiful virgin cherries. Mm-hmm. And the next time we're going to present to them four. And the next time, eight. <laughs> And like the the final like like final time we're presenting like thirty fucking Jerry's yeah and like they remember us coming with two pristine Jerry's and like now we're coming by like with thirty pristine Jerry's and they're gonna be like what the fuck are these Jerry hunters <laughs> <laughs> they're cleaning us out this is the most astounding progress we've seen in a Jerry hunter yeah. in all time because remember the main reason I got these. Was to promote Scottcast <laughs> in a weird channel. I also but, make Ian happy. 
You initially got 60, right? We have 60 Jerry's between us, plus plus your spares. I call them spares because they're not as pristine. Let's That's be, true. Let's be honest. I think I like close to doubled what I had just from like uh, thrifting like one or two at a time. I love how- Over the course of these two years, you know? Yeah, I love how 100% yes you are to collecting the Jerry's. <laughs> <laughs> like not only do you- get them when you see them you go places where you could see them often and you always say yes <laughs> it's like oh well i know what i'm getting what are you getting Roman? <laughs> we got a lot i remember one when i went into one store i got like they had a, i got a stack i had like six seven jerry's and i'm just checking out and they're like 10 cents a piece this guy's like it's a really good movie huh <laughs> i'm like not really <laughs> That's the thing. It was like every time someone sees my giant stack of Jerry's and they're like, oh, you like Jerry Maguire. I'm like, no, I've never seen it. <laughs> Especially funny like when people come by and, and they love Jerry Maguire. Mm. And so they're giving me the quotes. They're like, show me the money. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm not paying you. What are you talking about? You're a madman. <laughs> no, Jerry Maguire. Yeah, I can see your your point. I don't know if they'd remember the two and then the four. I feel like the... The grand gestures where you get the recognition. And we've got not quite 100 Jerry's, but like probably 80, 90. We're up there. We've got a centennia of Jerry's. Yeah. You know, of all conditions, but mostly good condition, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you don't got any like real runts that you were like, like dilapidated things. No. You know, you're a discerning man. And these stars are discerning thrift stores. I'm not going to stock shit. <laughs> well, I mean, even then, don't the least of the Jerry's deserve to be with the rest of the Jerry's? I mean, yeah, but I'm in coach. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have a foundation. I don't know. Yeah, do you put the Just weak Jerry's on the foundation? Or <laughs> like, or do the strong Jerry's go in the foundation? This is a taught, this is a taught metric device. Yeah. Like like I stack these Jerry's all which way. I've discovered ways to carry VHS tapes that haven't been discovered since uh, I mean known or practiced really since the end of Blockbuster. Yeah. You know, I I can handle VHS tapes better than anybody and I don't even watch them. <laughs> you know? Like I don't know. I would put me and you in a battle of VHS tape handling and I would win in all the mass categories. <laughs> Like, oh, is it 10 or plus more Jerry's being handled? Scott's got this. This guy handles a large amount of VHS tapes regularly <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're slowed down by having to watch every movie you pick up. Yeah. I don't do that. <laughs> I'm like Penn and Teller over here with my VHS handling. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, they're coming around in March, I believe. Up at uh, Ant Hall. So we'll make a Jerry sacrifice. I guess we'll have to continue to debate how many Jerry's that will include. Right. I mean, I don't know if I can give up a giant fat stack. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Because also, if we if it's equal from year to year, if they're just like, oh, you just waited a year. It was this. It's weird. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's got to be meager. Like, maybe, like, we make a point 
of taking like a Polaroid or something, mm-hmm. or taking a picture of us giving them, bequeathing them the Jerry's. Right. And then we print that picture on I mean, a shirt. I feel like we're both going to have like pretty massive stacks, like in terms of uh, transporting them from our places to Ant Hall and from our seats to the stage. It's like kind of acrobatic, the, the amount of uh, balancing and placement that will require. Yeah. That's I feel true. like that's like in and of itself a pretty. Uh, admirable and spectacular feat. Is that what you're trying to do? You're trying to appeal to my <laughs> the performer in me? <laughs> I mean, your Jerry's are your Jerry's. You do what you want with your Jerry's. <sighs> I'm not going to force you to part because I know that connection. It's like a it's like a parasocial thing almost. It is. Yeah, I have a parasocial <laughs> connection with my Jerry's. <laughs> <laughs> but they have one with me too. <laughs> For once they go to their store... They will no longer be the tight band of my Jerry's. <laughs> they will be amongst the amorphous heterogeny of the rest of the Jerry's. What a day. Let's break. One of the newest of the DuPont company's better things for better living through chemistry is teal rubberized fabric for convertible auto tops. This improved top fabric is uh, it's made like a sandwich. In the middle is a layer of DuPont neoprene rubber. And on either side are specially woven fabrics dyed to give maximum resistance to fading. Teal rubberized fabric is constructed to retain its original shape and resist shrinkage through long use. Before this new fabric was placed on the market, it was field tested for two years by DuPont in cooperation with the automotive industry. Ask your local car dealer or auto top man about this new fabric for convertible auto tops. Teal Rubberized fabric is another of the DuPont Company's better things for better living through chemistry. So I got some fucking... I read something in the news, and... <laughs> I got some fucking... I read something in the news. This is You've my, got, like, physical media here. Yeah. Like, fucking... I do. Right? Like an actual magazine. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen that? <laughs> like, they used to do this all the time. Uh... They used to like make printed out versions of the internet, like you were browsing it. Yeah, but it's like you browse it page by page, and like it's kind of like a guided tour through someone else's browsing of the internet, right? As displayed, it's cool. It's it's the Week magazine. I used to W E E K. It was um, sent to me because like I subscribed once. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know why I did that. And I unsubscribed like immediately. And now, like every so often, they just send me a random fucking magazine. And then I get to pretend I'm in a dentist's office for like a, yeah. for a while. Nice. That's how these things make me feel, especially when they get really worn. But uh, I read this article, and it made me realize I was old. Mm-hmm. Not only was I reading physical media, <laughs> <laughs> but like I read an article about health insurance. Mm-hmm. And my literal reaction was to slap the paper (laughs) and be like, it's a scam. I fucking knew it. (laughs) That's the oldest thing I've ever done in my entire life. Like the gist of the article is like, if you have like a low, low paying plan, Mm -hmm. like uh, with a very high deductible, Mm -hmm. the hospitals negotiate with insurers really high rates so that the 
insurers can get as much as possible of the deductible. Mm-hmm. You, they want to get all that deductible every year without going over. That's how they make money. Yeah. So they negotiate higher rates mm-hmm. rather than lower rates. Like if you didn't have insurance, the same procedure would cost like five times less. Yeah. So I was like, yes, it's a scam. I knew it. And also I'm fucking 32. <laughs> yeah. Insurance is a scam. Fucking A. Straight up. We should talk to somebody about this. You think somebody should somebody should be doing something about insurance? Yeah, health insurance. I've just figured out. Well, socialized medicine would be uh, pretty much take care of that. Also, like a Mad Max Fury Road style yeah. healthcare system, <laughs> where it's like I think we should give doctors like complete immunity to the law. Like they should be able to steal whatever they want, murder whoever they want, and do anything. But, like, whenever anybody comes up to them asking for service, like, they need to perform it. It's compulsory. You still got to take the Hippocratic Oath. And, like, if they fail against the Hippocratic Oath, they get beheaded. So, like, they're, they're, like, they're just wandering uh, minstrels. So they can murder outside of their responsibilities of being a doctor? So what you're like saying? That. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, it seems we can like negotiate. the easiest way to kill somebody would be to botch a surgery or something and make it look like a... Yeah, that's true. Well, you can't do it... While doing surgery. If it's murder, it's got to be like... But sometimes people fair. just die when they have surgeries because there's risk involved. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And I guess there'll be a committee. You just got to be at people anyway. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, <laughs> that guy was in real bad shape, but uh, you didn't help, so... Yep. <laughs> Point is, everyone would want to be a doctor, so everyone would get trained. You wouldn't have to pay the doctor. I wouldn't want to be anything. a doctor if I'm going to be beheaded if, like, one of my people die naturally. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you just don't fuck up. <laughs> and also, you don't take on, uh, don't take on work don't you take can't handle. hard cases, huh? You can always refer. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, be a doctor, you know, treat everyone's sniffles. Mm-hmm. That's that eliminates like 90% of healthcare costs right away. And like these doctors, they're living high on the hog because they just go to the grocery store and take what they want and leave. Yeah. You know, and they're nice people, they're doctors, you know? They're they're all about, you know, helping people. It's it's still a long slog to get through school. Yeah. And you can't do that with no empathy just so you get to the killing phase. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, I think mm-hmm. it's I think it's a very good solution, especially given on the fly. And that I just learned this was all a problem reading the week. <laughs> <laughs> if if you uh, want to try this out in like a like a city environment, let me know, and I'll organize a petition, and we'll get we'll we'll petition some cities: Pittsburgh, um, San Diego. Somebody should Missouri. just run a simulation, like a computer simulation, see what would happen. <laughs> what if? <laughs> Create some Sims characters. I mean, you probably could do that, like an RPG, like the healer like yeah. role. Yeah. Like have a bunch of healers and like put some cheat codes in there that that are like, okay, this healer, uh, like no one can get mad at it, no one can fight it, you know. But if it if it's interrupted during a healing session, it, it dies. That's the best simulation I can get. Let yeah. them run free. Give them self-interested motives. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I want to accumulate this much money or mm-hmm. whatever or anything. And, uh, yeah, we can make that happen. But also, I think it would be better if we just 
do it for real. <laughs> just, just jump right in. Yeah, why not? Yeah. What could go wrong? Nothing. Because <laughs> it's a perfect system. <laughs> you know, I'll campaign on that. Do you think I could survive a campaign like uh, the scrutiny? Do you think Scott Cast would survive? Oh, fuck no. <laughs> Your your association with White Claw Gabe, even though you've never met him, my love for him. <laughs> I don't know. He's not a very uh, how do you say uh, controversial figure. I mean, he did get like vaccinated late in the game, but he mm-hmm. but he posted about it. Yeah, and he said like if you're not vaxxed, you're a dumb fuck. I <laughs> <laughs> might have been his quote. <laughs> Sounds about right. I mean, I guess. I guess. And we did start with necrophilia there, the whole episode, whole podcast. There have been worse people in politics, I'll say that. Right? You know? Yeah. I mean, at the very most, like like listening back to Scott Cast, you'll you'll know I shouldn't manage much of anything. <laughs> Let alone a state or a country or a healthcare system. But that's but you know what? A big part of it is like I'm not managing it. Mm-hmm. I'm telling other people to manage it. Yeah. That's the essence of power. It's important to be able to delegate. Yeah. I want the power to delegate until I don't have to do anything at all. You know? Yep. And I'll, I'll then, and then I'll be a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I'll retire a doctor and enjoy myself. You want a referral? Go to this guy. Yeah. I'll give referrals. <laughs> <laughs> that clause is just for me. And it's going to be buried. So, like, most people don't use it. <laughs> so... Would you be a doctor in that environment? No, you wouldn't because you're no. too scared. You're just too scared. You're, you'd rather you'd rather slave away in the old economy, as I like to call it, as I'm done now. Well, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> well, when you want progress in a different way. Yeah. I'm giving you a key to paradise. <laughs> and you're like, no, I will stay back on Earth and make it better. <laughs> you know? giving you the blue pill or the red pill i don't know the green pill purple pill purple red and yellow purple pills i'm the highest mountain <laughs> oh oh yeah i forgot about that eminem still working on his diss track with uh hank hill actually mm. hank hill's singing along but they're still working i think he's running scared because of sneaky g's um tour to force last episode yeah so there's that. We'll bring it back after the autumnal audio <laughs> equinox. That's right. You know, we just got to be chill during autumn. It's kind of like podcasters' holy season. Yeah. You know, man, Christopher Lemus is coming up soon too. Oh, that's true. Don't forget Christopher Lemus, everybody. We're gonna celebrate. What should we do to celebrate Christopher Lemus this year? I got that fucking uh, box set from. Oh right. Severin. Oh right. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna watch the box set. We've got all sorts of Christopher Lee stuff to feast our eyes upon. Yep. We'll pot about it. We'll we'll dig up some more Christopher Lee facts. I mean, it's like a fountain of facts, this man. Yeah. You know. We'll, I think I've actually got a book about him. A whole book of facts? Mm-hmm. Wow. A literal physical media book. You couldn't make a pamphlet of facts about me. <laughs> <laughs> this man's got his old ass fucking encyclopedia. Mm-hmm. Big ass, bound ass book. Hardcover, softcover? Hardcover. Wow. I'm not into hardcovers. I mean, I, I appreciate them for their beauty mm-hmm. and their prestige. Mm-hmm. But like when I'm reading, I need a, I need it to flop. Yeah. I need a flop. I need to grip it. 
I need to bend it's harder to get that that page fold that you need to. Yeah, the full uh, panorama of words. Yeah, yeah. I like to read two lines at once. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. What did we learn today? Oh, Jesus. Uh, bees are terrifying. Um. We learned that you can make mediocre things fancy if you make them small. That's true. Oh yeah, that was a great part. Yeah, we're gonna have a. Oh yeah, we're gonna have a Scott cast party. Yeah, and you know? uh, I think the theme of the episode was really that people should just give us money or like <laughs> <laughs> buy things that you're gonna buy anyway, but just go through one of our links so that we get paid too. Yeah, that was the theme of the episode, is give me money for the love of God. <laughs> Don't get cheap on me, Dodson. Yeah. <laughs> Just think of us as like your entertainment insurance. Yeah. Pay us a premium. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll give you the entertainment. We'll dish it out. Either pay my premium... Or make me like a doctor podcaster where I could just do whatever I want, steal what I want, take what I want, because that's all I need. Stuff. There you go. To survive. If I had just a blank fucking license to do all crime, I'd be fine. But no. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, I learned bees do not like penguins. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. And I'm old. And about DuPont. They're that sponsor from the vintage oh. part. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they made cars and cigarettes? <laughs> uh, what, what is their... Uh, better life through chemistry. <laughs> so, yeah. I guess that, that, was the, that was the podcast for today, man. You know? Check out Captain Badass. Uh, if you appreciated the episode, uh, give us a follow. Uh, buy shit on Amazon. And uh, email bag us. Make that paranormal... Rela- <laughs> <laughs> Make that parasocial relationship real. All right. From all of us at the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as ScottCast, I bid thee adieu. See you later, ScottCastigators. Yeah. All hail Scottcast. Glory be to Scottcast. Yeah. That would be very fun. You could have a paranormal, parasocial relationship. That would be cool. With like... Like the ghost of Helen Keller? Slimer? Oh, oh yeah, Slimer. Like, oh, yeah, Slimer. He's my friend. <laughs> <laughs>